Welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode of J is Mike, the podcast that brings you insights and inspiration for personal development, a stronger relationship, and of course, a better society. I'm your host, John Ewu, and today we're delving into a very controversial topic. So a listener reached out to me over the week asking, you tell us all these things about building a stronger relationship, making it work, listening and trying to resolve conflicts amicably. But how do I know it's time for me to leave the relationship? Sit back. The mic just keeps getting better and better. This is a very controversial topic because my goal with J.S. Mike is to build stronger relationship, to make sure that families can have a base for us to build a better society. Staying in a relationship no matter what is not what I am advocating for. And so today, we're going to delve into some of the aspects that you need to watch out for and then make the decision whether you want to stay or you want to leave. But I'll give you a disclaimer. Whatever you do, that decision must come from you. And that decision comes as a result of a process. Never rush into staying or rush into leaving a relationship. The very first thing that comes to mind before you make that decision to leave a relationship, communication and effort. You want to ask yourself, are you effectively communicating? Are you having an opportunity to communicate your desires, to communicate your aspirations, to communicate your wants? Are you having enough opportunity to express yourself in that relationship, to make sure that your partner listens to you, listens to your complaints, understands you? Are you able to make that communication work? It takes two people to stay in a relationship. It takes two people to make that relationship grow. Now, when it comes to putting effort to making a relationship grow, it has to be effort that is put by both partners in the relationship. I've seen a lot of people who have decided to sacrifice their will, sacrifice their aspirations, sacrifice their identity because they want to succumb to a convention that we have to sacrifice and make the marriage work. When you get into a relationship, that relationship should make you grow. That relationship should make you feel happy. You should feel loved. You should feel wanted. And so if you're putting in the effort to make it work, and the other partner is not doing anything to make that relationship work. That is a sign it is not sustainable for you. And trust me, if you've tried everything and it's not working, you don't have to stay and sacrifice your whole life doing that because you will kill yourself mentally, you'll kill yourself emotionally, and it will destroy you physically. So watch out for it. Are you able to effectively communicate? 
Are you able to effectively sit down and discuss issues that concern you and your partner in the relationship? Are you putting in equal efforts to make sure that the likes and dislikes, the wants and don'ts, the deal breakers are having a common ground for you both? You don't have to sacrifice your life because you want to make your partner happy. So you must make sure that your partner is equally interested to put in an effort to be in that relationship. Otherwise, you become a slave to the relationship and you'll be used and dumbed when it's time. So you have to watch out if communication is not moving well, if effort is not coming from both partners to make things work, start thinking about leaving that relationship because it won't bring you happiness. It won't bring you growth. The second thing I want you to think about is the core values and compatibility. Now, before you ever meet somebody that you love, I want you to remember what you were thinking about yourself when you were growing up as a kid or as a young person. What are the things that you treasured most? What are the values that you would not uh, compromise at any given time? What are the things that you truly treasure as a person? These things, you bring them all when you meet your partner. You bring them all in a relationship. And you cannot be letting all your core values go because you found somebody. So you must be able to look at what are my core values? Are we compatible to be in this relationship? A lot of people think that the infatuation that you have when you meet somebody, either because of the way they look, the way they dress, the way they speak, the six packs, you know, the beauty that you see, that infatuation definitely attracts two people to come together. But after coming together, you need to look deeper because what will keep you together is not that infatuated love that you get when you first encounter each other. Which is why you must be able to start looking at the core values. You must be able to start looking at, do we share values for posterity? Do we share values that will keep us long-term? When you have fundamental differences in your core values, that might lead to some problems down the road. And so you need to look into that. You need to be able to reach a compromise. I'm not saying you become very rigid. Be open to the point where you can say, this is where we can reach a common ground. This is what I'm willing to compromise. This is how we can let go. And this is how I want the two of us to move forward. This is how I see us in 10 years. And this, this discussion must be coming from both of you, not one-sided. Is there mutual respect in that relationship? Do you respect your partner? Does your partner respect you in the relationship? Do they respect your feelings? Do they respect your ambitions? Do they respect your contributions in the relationship? You cannot be in a relationship where you are constantly disrespected. So, mutual respect, look into that. Are we mutually respectful to each other? And if you find that respect is not coming from your partner the way it comes from you to them, 
start thinking about do I want to do this long term? Is this the best for me? Trust and honesty. I said this in the last episode. If you take away trust in a relationship, that relationship is standing on sand and it gets eroded by the wind or by the rain. So, trust in every relationship is key. Do I feel trusted even with little things in my relationship? Can my husband or can my wife trust me when I tell them that I'm having a meeting? Can they trust me when I go out on a trip without them? Can they trust me when I tell them I'm having dinner with a friend, even if it's the opposite sex? Do they trust me to make the right decisions for our relationship? Do they trust me to coordinate and manage finances in our relationship? Think about that. Once trust is eroded in your relationship, I can guarantee you it's a matter of time. You would either be making a choice to stay unhappy or you'll be making a choice to leave that relationship and find something else or someone else who can trust you for who you are. Honesty. Are you somebody who makes promises and keep them? Are you somebody who can be trusted when you say yes? Are you somebody who can keep your word Honesty in a relationship is very important. An honest act can change a stone heart. And that is why people always say, speak the truth, because it is the truth that will set you free. When there's honesty in your relationship, you begin to experience freedom in that relationship. Freedom to express yourself as ease. Freedom to express yourselves in the way that you feel so honest and open about it. You can trust that your partner is not listening to you to judge you later. But where you don't feel honest in that relationship, it's that leading to suspicion. It starts leading to um, lack of trust itself. Personal growth and independence. Before you get into any relationship, remember, your aspirations are valid. Your dreams are valid. And so if you are in a relationship and you don't see yourself growing as a person, you don't see you both growing as a couple. You have to question. You have to be able to bring your partner to the table of conversation and examine and evaluate. We've been together now for three years. We've been together now for a year. We've been together now for 10 years, for 20 years. What is it that we can truly say we have developed together? How have we grown in this relationship? How have you as my partner grown in the relationship? 
How have I grown in the relationship? You begin to examine these things in the light of, is this where I want to be 10 years to come? Do I still want to stay here doing the same thing and expect a different result? So personal growth is very important. How have I grown being in this relationship? And if that relationship is not helping me to grow, what am I doing there? Independence is very important. You must be able to independently sustain yourself. You must be able to independently find that place where you tap into your joy from within, where you tap into your consolations from within. You cannot become so dependent on your partner for everything. Financial dependence, emotional dependence, psychological dependence. No, you must create some form of independence for yourself in your relationship. So personal growth and independence is very key. If you don't see yourself growing, if you don't see yourself being independent in a relationship, if you don't see your partner being independent in a relationship, each time they want to depend on you for everything, each time they rely on you to say, I approve you before they feel confident to do something, that is not okay. Talk it out with them. When you see signs of low esteem in your partner, Talk it out with them. Appreciation is very important. Learn to appreciate your partner when they do something that you truly like. A lot of people let this pass them by. They grind their partner. They grill them whenever something wrong is done. And they don't care to say, hey, you did this today. I saw you doing this the other day. And that I love. Well done. Appreciation is good. But when your partner begins to excessively demand your appreciation, when your partner begins to excessively rely on your yes, your approval, that is a sign of low esteem. They are not independent of their actions. They are not independent of their own aspirations. They are not independent of their own decisions. So when you grow personally, you should grow to independence. You should grow to freedom. The independence that can help you rejuvenate. The independence that can make you self-reflect on your issues, on yourself, before coming to the table of discussion. Very important. Happiness. Is that relationship a source of joy for you? Do you find joy? Are you happy in the relationship? Or are you just there because society things you should be there. Are you just there because of the children? Are you just there because of the property you have built together? No, no, no. I'll tell you, life is short. And if you can't find happiness where you are, you are missing the point. You are missing the point. You must be able to find happiness when you are in a relationship with your spouse. Does that relationship give you joy? Do you sit back in the evening and say, wow, if I were to choose, I will still choose you. Do you ever tell your partner that? Do you ever tell them how happy they make you feel? Do you ever sit in your home and just laugh about things that you've been through? 
Do you ever just sit in your home and just feel good that your partner is with you at home? Do you look forward to going home? Do you look forward to meeting your partner? Happiness in your relationship, very important. And if you can't find happiness in your relationship, then it's not worth it. So these are things that you need to bring to the table of discussion. Make an effort to try with your partner to find that place of joy in your relationship. It's very important. Ask yourself the question, do I really feel happy being in this relationship? Or am I in this relationship to please somebody else or to please the society? No. Can you confidently say that if you were to choose one person who brings you joy like never before, it will be your spouse? Can you confidently say that? And I'm not saying you depend on them for happiness. No. You should be able to find joy in your friends, in your family. But if this person who you are with 24-7, you wake up, you see this person. You go to bed, you go with this person. You want to eat, you want to make decisions, it's with this person. Can you find a place of happiness with this person in that relationship? And hey, if the answer is in the negative, then think about it. Is this what you want to do long term? Do you still want to be in this relationship or is it time to check out? If you can't find happiness in the relationship that you are in, then you'll find it outside. And the moment you can't find happiness in your relationship, it's just a smile from somebody else away and it will take you off your feet. And before you know it, you are having extramarital relationships outside. All because you didn't find happiness and you didn't bother to talk about it. You didn't bother to make an effort. You didn't bother to go inward and reflect early in your relationship. If it's not bringing you happiness, let your partner know it's okay to amicably separate. It is okay to leave a relationship while you are still friends. You must not become enemies. You must not wait until the relationship is turning tragic for you to leave. No. Be able to leave a relationship and still relate as friends. So tell your partner, tell your spouse, Hey, I love you and I would like us to remain friends because I don't truly find happiness in this relationship. Be open. As much as you are sacrificing something for your relationship, do not kill yourself. I've heard of stories where in a relationship, people end up losing their lives all because they are trying to contain it. They are trying to keep it within and thinking that this person will change someday. If you're not finding happiness in your relationship, it's not worth it. And if you can't find happiness in it, it doesn't matter how handsome, it doesn't matter how beautiful, it doesn't matter how soft-spoken, it doesn't matter how talented the person is. Make your choice. Do you want happiness or do you want convention? Red flags. 
pay attention to these red flags. Are these control freaks? Remember the last episode we talked about control freaks? Do you see signs of control freaks in them? Are these honest people? Is there fidelity? Does this person care about my growth? Does this person care about my emotions? You must be able to pay attention to the red flags that you see in the relationship. You must be able to tell, am I in an abusive relationship? And by the way, all the ladies out there, I know when we talk about abuse, the ladies, I can confidently say, suffer most of it. And I'm talking about physical abuse, I'm talking about emotional abuse, I'm talking about psychological abuse. It's not just about the battery. One of the most dangerous abuse that you can have in a relationship is actually the emotional and psychological. Because these are abuses that kills you from within. You die from the inside. And of course, if it leads to, if you're already seeing a physical abuse in a relationship, that's a deal breaker. It's a no-no for me. It's, it's a no-go zone. You can't abuse each other in a relationship. Nowadays, it is very common also to see men being physically abused in their relationship by their wives especially in first world countries. As much as abuse is mostly suffered by women in a relationship, men also reportedly are suffering a lot from physical abuse by their wives. They're also suffering from emotional abuse and from psychological abuse in a relationship. So this is not about to take side with the women. This is about to also make the men understand that when you start getting physically assaulted in your relationship you need to start asking yourself the, the right questions you need to start asking yourself is it worth it staying in do not ignore the red flags once you have abuse in the relationship verbal physical emotional psychological take note of them if you talk it out with your partner and there's no sign of change there's no sign of improvement it's about time you left neglect and disrespect are you living with somebody who neglects your emotions are you living with somebody who neglects your feeling are you living with somebody who neglects your desire you must be able to watch out for these red flags talk about them and if there is no sign of improvement it's high time you left because that relationship will not turn out to be good for you. Another red flag incompatibility. Are you compatible? Can you truly say that you are compatible with this person that you're living with? If there is nothing in common for you both, don't make your relationship mechanical. Dig it deep in you to let them know I don't think that we are compatible. And it's time for me to leave. If you're living with a spouse who is a complete addict and you know yourself that this is not what you would want to deal with 10 years to come, my friend, 
don't sit there thinking that you will change them. Of the 100% of people who have tried, I'll tell you that maybe 98% have failed. So, if you want to take a chance to be in the 2%, thinking that your role in a relationship is to change your partner, you might be in for a huge disappointment. So, look for signs of compatibility. Look for signs of incompatibility. And if it's not working, it's okay. Take a break and check out of that relationship right away. Do it as early as possible. Families and friends, talk to your family. Talk to your friends that you trust. Ask them the question. Let them know what you're going through. Hear advice from people you can trust. Talk with people you truly believe can help you in your relationship. A lot of people make this decision in a rush. You want to just hurry up and quit that relationship. If it can be mend, talk to people you can trust. Talk to people who can come in and talk to the both of you. Families and friends can do that. So meet trusted friends, meet trusted family members. Share your feelings, share your opinion with them. Talk with them and let them know how exactly you feel and what steps you want to take in that relationship. Talk about finances and practical considerations. Am I going to be able to cope with finances with this spouse or am I not? And if you find out that it's not going to work, financial issues are going to come up in the future, then make that decision. This is not where you want to be. Hey, love is good. Money does bring happiness. Money does bring happiness. Don't get it wrong. I'm not saying that money can buy one. But when you have money and you are compatible and you can discuss, you can communicate, you can respect, you can trust each other. Remember, all these must be together. And then money can help you have recreationary moments, memories. It can help you build memories that you'll never forget. It can help you grow. As a family, it can help you plan for your kids. So, discuss finances with your spouse. And if it's a no-go zone, it's a no-go zone. If the finances are not working, if the financial compatibility is not there, that relationship is not for you. So, don't sit back there and think that somebody is going to change. Institution and emotional well-being. People talk about marriage as an institution. Marriage is in fact an important institution, but that institution should only last if there is compatibility, if there is mutual respect, if there is love, if there's willingness to change, if there's willingness to compromise, if there's willingness to find middle ground. And if that institution offers you emotional well-being, if you are in an institution that doesn't offer you any emotional well-being, it's not worth being in that institution. If you're in an institution that doesn't offer you growth, it's not worth being in that institution. So marriage is an institution that is truly respected and must be upheld as long as it leads to your personal development, personal growth, mutually beneficial to you. Make sure that you are able to live in that institution with equal contributions, with equal respect, with equal rights in that institution. 
and then follow your gut feelings. Follow your intuition. If something deep down in you is telling you it's not working and you need to leave up and leave, sometimes that intuition is very important. Follow your gut feelings. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Sometimes you might be wrong, but most of the time you follow your intuition, you'll get it right. Efforts to change and adapt. If you live with a partner who makes no effort to change, who makes no effort to adapt to the fact that now you are having kids, this is what a father should do for their children, this is how my husband should behave as a father, this is what I need from you as support. You must be able to adapt as you change, as things change, as you evolve in your relationship. Change comes in the relationship. Are you adapting to it? Are you changing to the growth? Are you growing? Are you adapting to the new things that are happening in our lives? Look out for those. And if somebody is not adapting, if they are not changing, if they are not willing to change, quality of the relationship. Does that relationship meet your emotional, your physical, your intellectual needs? Does it add quality to your life? Or is the relationship draining you down? There is no quality in it for you, my dear friend. There's no reason to stay on. Do you experience joy? Do you experience love? Do you experience positivity together as husband and wife? Are you just there for the show? Are you just there for the public adherence? If you cannot find that moment of joy, internally within your relationship as a husband and wife i mean when you go home and nobody is watching you if you cannot have joy in those moments where the two of you are together it's not worth being there you can't just be holding hands because people are seeing you because you go into a meeting you have to show this is my husband we are good a lot of people suffer inside but they want to portray outside that they are doing fine you are not doing okay. Make all this assessment from within. Judge them from an internal perspective. What you experience at home is what should inform you whether you should continue to stay in that relationship or you should leave that relationship. And of course, what is the future outlook? What is the future outlook in the relationship? Do you see your visions aligning? In long term, in 10 years, in 20 years, what does the future hold for you in the relationship? Do you want to be with this person in the next 20 years? Do you feel that you will be happy being with this person in the next 20 years? I don't, I don't believe in, in, in men and women who are big comedians out here when they meet people in a gathering. They make everybody laugh. Everybody calls them nice guy, nice lady, nice person. But back home, your spouse cannot call you a nice person. You can't make them crack a, a smile. You can't make them, they look at you and they feel like they have seen a demon. It should not be so. Is that what you want to do in the future? Is that how you want to live in the future? If they can't make you feel happy when you're with them, it's not worth it. 
So think about all these things and make sure you're making the right decision. And of course, by the time you get to that final decision of saying, this is it, I'm either staying or I'm leaving. I want you to have gone through the process of that decision. And the first thing you should be thinking about is reflect, self-reflection. Have a moment to reflect for yourself. Is this where I have gotten? And am I making this decision for my good? Have a moment of self-reflection. The second thing, make sure there has been communication between you and your partner. Communication to make things better. Communication to bring your issues on the table. Have you effectively communicated and, have, and things have still not worked out? Have you effectively tried and things have still not worked out? Make sure there's open communication with your partner. It's okay if it doesn't work out. You don't have to leave the relationship making an enemy. Let them understand that because of this, that, and that, I don't think I see myself in this relationship in the next 10 years. I don't think I find happiness being with you. It's very okay. Counseling and therapy. Talk to a professional. Talk to somebody who can guide you. Express what you feel in your relationship. Express the things that you've been through in your relationship with a therapist, with a professional counselor. And if all these have not worked, then it's about time for you to make that decision to leave. And I'll advise you, do not rush. Making a decision to leave a relationship is serious. So be patient. Take your time. Make sure you have examined the pros and the cons. When you get to the point where you think for your happiness and the happiness of your partner, this is not working, then make that decision. But I will entreat you, before you do that, make sure you have tried. Make sure you have talked to your partner. Make sure you have tried to see if things will change. And if nothing is changing, your happiness, your growth, your mental and emotional well-being, your psychological well-being is more important. Remember that you were made in this world for a purpose. And if your marriage is not leading you to that purpose, it's not worth being there. Everywhere you are in life, people you may not even know depend on you to stay there and be there for their own support. So don't kill your dreams. Don't kill your identity. Don't kill your aspirations in the name of marriage. If it's not working, it's not working. Call it quit. Let it go. So if this has helped you in any way, I want you to do us a favor. Touch that subscribe button. Share and like the video.
Let us know if you have any things that you want us to talk about. The segment on relationship is getting to a close. We're getting to the last episodes uh, for this segment on relationship and we'll move on to something else. But if there's something that is burning and we have not touched on relationship, please let us know. We will take our time and do our research and bring it to you hot as the mic has always done. The time is 6 a.m. Central Time, Monday. Watch out for the new episode. Stay blessed. Until next time, I'm your host, John Ewell.